All right, we are now live. <clears throat> we got. Oh, are you guys getting Frederick? Oh no, you're probably getting a message that we're live. Yeah, <laughs> I'll silence that. Um, so <clears throat> we got uh, Kenny Bell here with us. He is on uh, his lovely lady's um, Skype account. And we haven't figured out our camera again because you got three motocross guys trying to work Skype, which apparently is way more complicated than any of us knew. Can well, you hear us, Kenny? Fair, You're still there. I couldn't figure it out at all. Biggie <laughs> had to download it onto her iPad for me. So. Well, at least somebody figured it out there. Yeah, I just completely gave up. <laughs> I didn't know I had a Skype until Clint started this whole thing, and I already had one, apparently. Yeah, that's what it said to me. I typed in my phone number, and it said I had an account, but I've never been on it. Got hacked by Bill Gates. But then you couldn't get it to work, so then you abandoned it. <laughs> I think I just started doing something else. Um, so, let's... Uh, you and I actually met before either one of us did freestyle uh, at an arena cross in like 2000 or something in like uh, Massachusetts. That sounds about right. Was it Massachusetts? It had to have been up that way somewhere, right? Yeah. I'm not sure it was Massachusetts, but it was definitely up here. And we ended up just, my friend and I ended up pitting right next to Kenny and um, I don't talk to anybody, so my friend comes back over and he goes, "Hey man, I met this dude over here. He's like super cool. He, we were talking this now. He's from Reno, and at the time I'm like 20 or 21, and it blew my mind that he was from the other side of the country. Like I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you you're all the way out here. That's awesome. And uh, then I end up running into yeah, you. Yeah, I think I did. Um... I think I did that whole series for, uh, shit. I think at the first year, the first year, I think I did like just the West Coast rounds and it went pretty well and I got a little bit of love and, um, I actually got a ride from a team out of St. Louis. It was St. Louis Power Sports and, um, I was teammates with Charlie Bogard, Pedro Gonzalez and Greg Great. Rand. <laughs> and, Sick. Uh, they had like they had like two fun movers, um, the old school. And I, I remember when those fun movers came out; those were like the coolest fucking thing in the world. You yeah, know, those with the garage in the like back. They were like semi trailer trucks then, you know. Yeah, for sure. And uh, no, and then I did that. I did that whole series, but I think I made more money in the jump contest every <laughs> night than I did. I did racing, so that'll tell you how my racing career went. Yeah, I got um, third in the 125 main in an ultra cross um, one year, and I made like three times the amount jumping the uh, doing the jump off because I won it, and I'm like, <laughs> what? What is an ultra cross? It was like so. It's now it turned into the regional arena crosses. Oh, uh, okay. So I think I it was you. another series they bought. So they had the National Arena Cross Series, and then they had Ultra Cross for like a year or two. Like I think it was a smaller series they bought or something, and then it ended up turning into the Regional Arena Crosses, 
and then now it's all just one series, I think. Yeah, because I was still riding arena cross when uh, Mike Mason and Brian Foster, they were all riding those regional ones. It was the same deal. The payout was just a little smaller, I think, is what it was. Right. But, what, uh, what were the tricks that were winning uh, jump-offs in arena cross then? Um, shit, I'd say it was uh, obviously a hill clicker. For sure, a hill clicker. <laughs> that, was, that was a huge one. That was like the one that you saved. That was your last, <laughs> was your last a super, jump. A super crappy no-footed can-can if it was a good jump. If not, a one-footed can-can. Um, obviously, you whipped it, but I always had – I remember I always had like Willow in there, Jeff Willow. Yeah, you don't want to play that game with him. Yeah, so like if you're going to like steal a trick or, you know, like that was the whole thing is you always wanted to go last. And I remember the first year that I ever did it, um, Mad Mike was still in there. Oh yeah, and he uh, he pulled the he helmet bag like, trick. <laughs> he kinda, yeah, he kind of like passed the reins, and he told me he's like Kenny, he's like you got to give the people what they want, and I'm like, well, that, that's what I'm trying to do, dude. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, no, the people want to see you crash. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like, this is right before like. Usually the jump contest, I believe, was like right before the LCQ, and usually I was in the LCQ trying to get into the main. So you're bending your bike up right before yeah. you Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, and he's like, no, no, no. He's like, use your head, think about it. So I would land my heel clicker, and I would just act like I just got super squirrely. And I would, right at the very end, right when you came into the bowl turn, I would just grab a handful of front brake and just go over the bars and just jump up and the crowd would just go nuts. And I'm like, I was seriously, I was beating like flying Hawaiian Clifford out of Tante. He was in there. Mad Mike. Like it was, it was stacked, you know? And, uh, yeah, arena cross was, arena cross was cool. Cause I got my pro license right when I turned 16 and back then, you know, you didn't have to like, race a series and get points you basically just had to fill out like an application yeah so in that time i remember i had like jim holly and i think it was cassandra from cmc who is uh like one of the race series around california nevada and they all like pledged for me so i got my pro license at 16 when i i honestly probably had no business having it but uh <laughs> At 16 years old, man, I loaded up and I had a I had a purple minivan, rear wheel dr- rear wheel drive stick shift minivan, and that's what I did all those arena crosses in until I got that ride. I was gonna say you were running a van when we saw you. Yeah, that all was, you had that was, was like, before. didn't you ride for like no toil or something? Like, who was your uh... man? You had I don't like think, a couple I mean, of sponsors. I think back then. I think back then it wasn't like, I don't think anybody was giving me money by any means kind of thing, you know, like, yeah. but yeah, I remember it was no toil works connection, man. I've been riding for works connection since I was like, right. 12 years old. And we all know I'm pretty old now. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of all those dudes. I, I rode for fly. I remember fly used to totally take care of me. 
And I, I think I'm literally the first rider that ever raced in a fly helmet. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was not Dot or Snell approved at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could break it. You could break it just by squeezing it with your hands, you know? But it was free. It was free. And I think, I don't know if I, yeah, I, I don't think I got any bonuses or anything. I think back then I got, like, some money if I got magazine shots. Like, I think that was pretty much the only money I was getting from anybody. Are you and Clint the same age? What's the age difference? Like, we got no age. We're pro- I think I'm old. I'm, uh, I'm 35. I think Clint's 43. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 37. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. he's, I, a, I got he's a, pro- a little older. Yeah. I got a pro license older. I got mine when I turned, like, 19. Because uh, I only started racing when I was 13, and uh, I basically did the same thing. I knew the track owner, the local track owner. I just went up, I signed up for uh, the A class and just started racing A class, like at these tracks where I knew the, uh, you know, most of the people. And then within two races, I got enough points to get like a pro license, and the guy that owned that track just vouched for me, so I got a pro license. And went and started doing nationals shit. Yeah. And actually, at the time, my very first pro race was in arena cross because you didn't need a pro license at the time. You just needed yeah. to be like an A rider. So you could just show up and just be like, yeah, I want to race arena cross. I'm an A rider. Well, that's how I, I remember. Like, I didn't really, I didn't even really go pro on purpose, to be honest. I was doing all of us Nevada kids, and like, we grew up with a pretty big pack of dudes. I mean, you know, it's me, Matt Biden, Mike Mason, Dustin Miller, uh, Drake McElroy, uh, shit, I don't know, there's seven of us or eight of us, you know. So do you like guys Cliff know Camp. each other from the track? What's that? You know each other from the track? Or like, did you live yeah, close well, like, to each Mason, other? Mason Miller and Biden, they all went to school together. And then I lived about 15 minutes away, so I went to a different middle school then. And then we met at the track, and then we just, every single weekend, like, we went racing. Our our parents would just party their asses off together. <laughs> and uh, all us kids were just sitting there, and be like, hey, Dad, we want to go home. And they're like, ah, two more beers, you know, like, <laughs> it was, was kind of one of those deals. But we went. We all went to an arena cross race, and I think it was Fresno, California. And uh, the promoter, like, not a lot of pros showed up, and it was like a Friday, Saturday night race, and then Sunday was amateur day. But we all went just to to go for the whole the whole thing. And um, long story short, they didn't have that many pros, and we were all we were we were all just intermediates. And they said, "Hey." You guys want to ride the pro class? We need to make it look like there's more people out there. And everyone's like, yeah, why not? You know, and they go, it doesn't mean you're pro. Just don't take no money. Okay. So the first night I like hole shot at the 125 main event. And it was short lived. I think Rusty Holland hit me so hard. He like knocked me off my bike and the track. But at the end of the weekend, Saturday night, I ended up winning like twelve or $1,300. Damn. And when you're... When you're 15, 16 years old, you were like, "Yeah, I'm pro." Those, 
<laughs> and back then, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like, a lot of take money. Take it, you're a pro, and I'm like, it feels good to be a pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? that's what I say. If I ever race, I race the A class because I'm like, worst case scenario, I get my entry fee back. Like, come on, I'm gonna yeah, take yeah. <laughs> Well, and even if even if you don't get your entry fee back, like, at least you're giving it to one of your buddies and not the promoter. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. And I would rather yeah. lose in the A class than the B class. Shit, I could still get beat in the B class. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you look at it, like half of like half of the pros, they can't go win the intermediate B class. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, it didn't used to be like that when we were young. I guess yeah, the slower guys. Yeah, as soon as I turned A, I was like, like you said in B class, I was probably faster as some of the older guys that just had pro licenses because they rode forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but. uh no, man, and then I remember when I was doing those arena crosses, I think it was my second or third year, and um, I, think, I think then, I'm pretty sure it was... Uh, i take a train was, drink. Oh, all right. I'm pretty sure it was Pace. Back then, Pace Motorsports. Or, or SFX, or... I think, or. yeah, it was one of those two, but I remember they called me up, and it was... Like, during one of the weeks, and they said, hey, Kenny, do you want to go, and this is in 1999, they go, do you want to go to Little Rock, Arkansas this weekend, and um, and ride a freestyle contest? And I go, well, shh. you know, like, you've seen all my tricks, like, I only have, like, three tricks, four tricks, and uh, they're like, yeah, they're, they're just looking for riders, we threw your name out there since you win the contest every night here. And I go, all right. I'm like, well, what's the deal? You know, like, I go, well, they'll give you a thousand dollars show up money in a hotel. You're like, man. I was like, wait, what? You know, <laughs> just to show up and just jump the jumps, thousand bucks. And uh, and then they're like, yeah. And then there's you know like a twenty thousand dollar purse or something. I'm like, wait, what? You know, like. And so I went there, and I remember I rode I rode the freestyle contest. It was in Little Rock, Arkansas, and it was everybody. It was Deegan and Mad Mike and Flying Hawaiian and Colin Morrison, Twitch, Bo Manley. Like it was, it was the you know all the real dudes. How old are How old are you at this time? I don't know. Not sure. Six, seventeen, eight, eighteen, maybe Damn. eighteen, probably nineteen, something like that. And uh, so I went and rode it, and then the weekend was over and. I mean, I had the time of my life kind of deal. made a bunch of money. And then the following weekend, I had to go back to Arena Cross. And uh, I remember being so, so fucking bummed out the next weekend <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm sitting there in the LCQ, wondering if I'm going to make a dollar. And, like, they paid me all this money just to show up. But that was like, it was like a one-off contest, you know? There wasn't a bunch of them then. Yeah. It was just here and there so i had to go back to racing but uh that's i think that's pretty much where the freestyle i'm like man i think because i didn't have no cut out holes in my bike when i went to that contest like i just i actually ran my one i just rode my 125 arena cross bike you know yeah that i think um, i learned when i did i don't think you were doing ifmas yet when i did one i did like a couple that one year yeah, doing? well, this one didn't even have ramps at it. It was all dirt jumps. Oh yeah, at the arena. There was no, there was no metal ramps at all. 
Well, I was just saying that my, I I was fresh enough off of racing that I still had same. It was a CR two fifty, but um, it was just a race suspension. So I remember dragging my toes up the face of the ramp because the run-ins were so short and my suspension was so soft. They're like bottomed out, and my toes I could feel them on the face of the ramp. I'm like, holy shit, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, <clears throat> no, man. And then I remember. I don't think I started doing IF manage right off the get go because I think at that time, I mean, I had one of the first, for sure, one of the first couple ramped ramps out there, and uh, my pops helped me get going, and we had old Big Air Extreme, and my landing ramp was was tiny, dude. It was like it was like eight feet tall. We had no wings on it or anything. It was eight yeah. feet wide, eight feet tall. And uh, I took an old free ride ramp and I just cut a foot off it so it was only seven feet tall. Yeah. And uh, there was no such thing as an airbag or anything like that, yeah. you know. Oh, I know. And we just we just did shows. And I remember I was I was making pretty good money doing all that. So I think I didn't ride no IFMAs for for a good minute. That's like an evil Knievel setup. It was. I don't even. I truly don't even think that I owned a measuring tape. I really didn't. <laughs> I think we. I think we just said it, and like everybody would kind of look at it and be like, "I don't know. What do you? I think that looks good." And but like like Clint just said, we were like so fresh off racing that you didn't really think about that kind of shit. You just you're like, "Oh yeah, I can do it." Yeah. Yeah. You know, like just did it. Yeah. You just once you're super loose when you're racing all the time, you're never gonna be more comfortable on a bike than at least for me. When you race every weekend. Well, that's the issue with people that didn't race that get into freestyle. It's like, yeah, you probably don't get in trouble as frequently, but when you do, it's usually bigger trouble. So you usually, yeah. you know what I mean? You case the damn 12 foot tall landing and now you're face first down that thing. Whereas I think in racing, you deal with getting bucked so often that it becomes normal to you before you have like some kind of big buck off of like a full size ramp, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree 100% with you on that one. That's, uh, that's for sure. Um, so, uh, what have you been doing now? You've been doing, what's that noise? Playing music? What's that? I said that Austin, I heard some kind of noise. Um, oh, my, my, my dog is fucking jumping around and shit, too. It's uh, getting crazy in here. Um, so now, what are you doing? You're announcing? Yeah, man. I, uh, I think I just hit that mark where shit just wasn't fun anymore, you know? And um, oh, yeah. I, think, I think, I'm sure you have a bunch, like, you know, you, you had your own freestyle company forever, and obviously you got hurt. So when I was hurt, I would pick up a microphone to, to just make a cup pay rent basically, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I noticed it was pretty easy and it was even easier if you just had a couple beers. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, man. And now I, I, I think I fell into like a good hole in announcing to where there, there's not enough announcers for how many shows there are right now. And, uh, I got lucky, and now I'm announcing, and I mean, I've literally only been announcing for probably a little over a year, and uh, this year, fuck, I was super blessed to get in and ride, or announce uh, Nitro World Games, 
And then I did X Games just a couple weeks ago. I did all moto events at X Games. Didn't you um, judge before? Yeah, I, ju- I judged. I was still riding. So when you I was and judging. Chuck, you and Chuck switched swap positions at uh, X Games and Nitros. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did, and uh, I found him. I found him all good and tuned up on one of the nights there at X Games. And I was, I was pretty. I think I only had a couple beers, and Chuck was pretty drunk. And I'm <laughs> like, hey, I'm like, dude, everybody's saying I stole your job. <laughs> and he's like. Kenny, I know you didn't steal it. Like I announce one thing a year. That's X Games. He's like, you announce every weekend, you know. So, but basically, yeah, I've been a judge for the last three years. He's been an announcer for the last three years. This year, we just flip flop roles, and uh, it's pretty sweet when you get done with the event. Nobody wants to fight you. <laughs> you know? Say, how much heat do you catch judging? A lot, man. I mean. I mean, there's, I don't even have to mention names because I think anybody in the dirt bike world that follows freestyle and, and how people act, they know there's a handful of riders that unless they win or get top two or three, there's an issue. They're, they're pissed. Like even if they go on dead sailor three times and they ended up getting seventh out of 10, they're like, but why did I get seventh? I'm like, you dead sailor three times out of a six jump run. Like, and you still didn't get last. Like, some dudes some dudes are harder to deal with, but, uh, I mean, I feel like it's kind of going in a better direction. The judging panel is somewhat getting better. I feel like if you have never flipped a dirt bike, you have no business being a judge. Yeah, that's for my sure. personal opinion. Well, and we yeah. were at a spot where there, that's all the judges were, were people that hadn't flipped. And I think that now even, you know, like, it's quickly getting beyond my experience, <laughs> you know, the tricks now. Like, I don't know. I never did uh, Kiss of Death flips or cliffhanger flips. I don't know which one of those is harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I have yeah, thoughts, absolutely. but. And I think I think that was the same way. I was the same way for me. I mean, with that stuff. But you have enough knowledge to kind of know, though, at the same time what kind of what looks harder i mean and then you always go back to at the end of the day like like look at the order of tricks the way people learn them you know what i mean like yeah when you see there's tricks like when you look at this year like levi sherwood you know like eight eight jumps out of his run four four of the jumps that he did nobody else even at xms did that trick like yeah you got to respect that and you probably judge that a little bit higher i think you know same with adam jones yeah, like Adam Jones and all of his like, like he does bar bar tricks that are the, the tricks don't even have a name. No handed, like, it's just no six handed tricks bar hops. I've tried no handed bar hops, and you like can't see your bars at all. And I even asked him one time. I was like, "Can you like see your do?" Like I was trying to figure out if he was doing something else where he could see his bars, and he's like, "No." I'm like, that's fucking, I couldn't, I could only get my hands a couple inches off because I'm like, screw that, man. Those things are going to be gone when I go back. Yeah, and then the fucked up part is, is like, maybe not a no-handed bar hop, but when he does do a no-handed bar hop, he, McMetz is out of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is even gnarlier. <laughs> or like when he does a turntable, yeah. which really it's just him and Levi sure where they do turntables, but when he does a turntable, he does Dude, it shoot. into a no-handed can. And then at the very end, Saran he surrounds it out. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, what? yeah. Like, 
honestly, like sometimes I think in my head, like for me being an announcer, it'd be a lot sweeter if you didn't do all that shit, you know, because <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, so. well, that's the, it, so I, that I mean, the reason I think I felt confident or even thought to do comedy was because that's how I announced shows. I'd sit there and I'd just make jokes and crack myself up, but I don't like, I'm not amped enough for a crowd at a show, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, you know what's you know what's super funny about that is that's that's my go-to 100%. And I've noticed I do it I do it a lot more when it's a real sh- I mean, you know, you've done a million shows. Yeah. And sometimes it's just the shittiest crowd or like not to say not to not to talk shit about like some areas you know, are worse than others. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like if you have a good PA system and you can talk to your riders and you can make those little inside jokes to where just, you know, your boys hear it. Yeah. Like they, you know, they're bummed at what they're, where they're at in the show that they're doing. So if you can make them giggle, you know that they'll keep going. And, and in X games the whole time, like you have people in your ear talking, they don't stop. And they, they're like, no inside jokes. People don't oh know what yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly like that you know like even when you're doing good instead of them just being quiet they're going we like it we like it keep it going dude just let me talk you know they're like encouragement is good yeah Yeah. positive affirmation but uh no i'm stoked i'm stoked on announcing man it's 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 cool because to me it's hard like i look at it's crazy if you think back and you you'll remember those announcers that stood out to you that were just quick and snappy and Lurch. like it's hard it's hard to be like that man and like it's truly like one of those deals where you got to turn your gay card as fucking high up as you can because there's a small group of us that hang out like not to say that we're super cool but usually I feel like I'm cooler than most of the people there and. They're fucking, the world is a bunch of pussies and fucking dorks these days, man. They really are. Like, I think, I mean, could you imagine if you got last place in your race and they gave you a participation trophy? Like, my dad would have thrown that out the window. Yeah, for sure. You don't even want that. That's what I mean. So it's like, you can't, you can't be cool Clint Esposito when you're announcing. I don't think I'm Clint the rainbow faggot, you know? I don't think I've ever been that cool though, so. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's got it. I did notice, I did notice your followers are up to 424 after your big comment the other week. My big comment? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. What'd I say? That you, your, your followers stay at 420. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to delete people. <laughs> Someone's got to get the boot. Yeah, that's how I'm searching. <laughs> Four people are going to make the cut tonight. Like <laughs> just so I can tag them, because I won't remember their fucking thing. And then I'm just, I got to go fucking delete them. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, make sure you shoot Clint a text every little bit ago, because when he fucking meets new friends, you're on the... You're, you be walking, around, <laughs> not even know it. Dude, yeah. he, he added me as a friend. I'm like, when the fuck did I get deleted? And he's like, delete you. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that good? Like, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't stalk the Instagram or anything, but you'll be scrolling through and you'll see somebody added to you. And you're like, 
Yeah. Also, I we've been friends for like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> I just had somebody re-add me on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm like, when did we, when were we not friends? What happened here? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think we had a fight. Like, I don't understand how I got deleted. Oh, maybe he was at 421. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got to go. I clipped him by accident. Maybe I was 421. He was like, ah. He hasn't been posting shit lately. So, uh, I did just I did just hear that uh, this winter we'll be going back, I think, again. to the We're doing all those motorcycle shows again with uh, oh, Fitzpatrick. Nice. We should do a uh, do a live podcast with all the boys. Yeah, that would be, be awesome. That'd be a good one. Yeah, for sure. And like I was saying, um, I know that uh, Rogan has said that sometimes they'll re- they'll he'll record a podcast with somebody else that has a podcast, and then they'll both uh, post it up. So we could do that there when uh, we have everybody sit down and do one, and then just if you want to post it too. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, honestly, like, I, uh, old Don't Panic Radio has, uh, has totally just fallen off the map, <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you get a ton of cool comments, and everybody's amped on it and shit, but at the end of the day, like, like, I'm, like, begging people to come over to my house to come in the studio, Yeah, and I ain't paying them nothing, because I got no money, like, I was super fortunate to have a couple people that helped me out and helped me get some of my equipment, but I have a full on studio and I do everything. And then I'm an idiot, like hands down, I'm stupider than shit when it comes to working on your computer and doing that. <clears throat> I'm super lucky. Vicky, Vicky helps me and she, she does everything, gets it to all the places that it goes to. But you know, I don't have a producer, you know, like anybody that knows anything. It's it's me that records it. I give it to her. She chops it up and sends it over. And uh, as soon as I, all of a sudden I got kind of busy and it, it all went away. Oh man, a little cavassier. No, cavassier. No, it's a cow hoof bottle. What <laughs> 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 I don't get it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a actual, it's got a cow fur on it and a hoof. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought it in uh, uh, Ecuador. It's wine? No, it's cow blood wine. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in your studio now, Kenny? What's that? Are you talking on your studio setup now? No, I'm not. I'm just, uh, I'm just sitting. Uh, I have my studio, and then I have an office. I'm just sitting in the office, uh, looking at, looking at an iPad. So I wish we could see it. The uh, the studio is good though, man. And but at the end of the day, like, I don't make a dollar by doing that. You know, kind of like I don't know if you guys are making money or what. Well, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those. It's one of those things where it's. I put in a lot of work, and then I even took my stuff on the road a little bit and recorded a couple on the road. And I think it's, it's a, a consistent th- consistency thing, you know. Yeah, like, you and just a lot. It's a lot. I think. I think at the same time, it's it's super hard. It's super hard when 
you know, I'm home right now for two weeks and then I'm going to hit the road and I'm gone for like four or five weeks straight. Yeah. How do you, you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no, nothing consistent about my life. I know. Well, this is the first time mine has been and it's driving me insane on the side note. But, uh, uh-huh. how do you think that this uh, podcast ended up just happening over Skype when the the guest, the person anyone cares about, nobody can see, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and blame this all a hundred percent on you. Dude, it's happened before. So, I mean, listen, Tom, so Tom Parsons well, couldn't figure his out. Well, I hit you up. I hit you up like an hour before the show started. And I said, how do we do this shit? And so, you know, I, I blame you 100%. I'm, I'm 100% in the right. I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> Youngest guy here, I feel responsible. Like, I should have, I should know something about this. But, like, I think wintertime, I, I say it now, I probably won't. I'll get focused and I'm going to, I want to learn this, whatever. Because Clint's doing it all as far as the software. And he's, he's way too old to be doing that. And I'm, I'm computer illiterate, so it's basically like me sitting here going, oh, how me work computer? Send, send video. Send video. They're banging on the computer. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like to think that, I think honestly, I don't know. I mean, what, I mean, you see your numbers. What's the ratio of how many people watch it compared to they just listen to the audio? Um, so, uh, way more audio. I have. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. So, yeah, I have I don't, like. I really think it's a big deal, you know. Yeah. There's watching right now. How many? How many? How many? Five, and I'm watching. Well, I heard, I read on um, Kenny's uh, post that the Freestyle MTX or yeah, M no FreestyleMX.com or Boost Mobile Tour or what is it now? Monster. It's a monster tour. Uh, Burnett's, Burnett's tour. Yeah. Um, I heard Freestyle that. MX, Freestyle MX dot com tour. Okay. There you go. They really thought about, they thought that name out, didn't they? Well, at the time, right, they, it was, they owned, um, basically Freestyle MTX was on the site. So they had both. And then I guess there was a issue with Alex and Burnett and then she started Freestyle MTX. But originally that was all one deal. Yeah, it was something like that, I think. I mean shit, Chuck would know better than anyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No problem. Fuck, <laughs> how lucky is Chuck? <laughs> Chuck's the man. That was the best that was the best fucking runaway of the life he ever got. <laughs> Chuck's the man. Chuck's Chuck's wife is killer. He's got a kid now and could have ended up with Alex. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't know Alex at all. Yeah, I just met her a couple times, but I know she was just a shitty person, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's from my herd. That's the podcast goes this way. Like that, two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, Beckering started dropping bombs on here. He's just like, you're a fucking tweaker. Fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He's going. Yeah. I seen I seen Beckering the other day. Um, he's out down here. I go, what are you doing down here? Because I mean, he doesn't live far, you know, Bakersfield. Right. It's only about three hours from us. And I go, what are you doing down here? And he's like, oh, it's super hot at home. Came down to get away from you know ride and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. Where are you staying? He's like, at some tweaker's house. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. 
And I go, I go, who's that? And I, I forget the kid's name. He's like, he's some wannabe freestyle dude or some shit. And I guess he's maybe ran out of money and couldn't buy Coke anymore. So he went to the cheaper route. And, uh, you know. Name names. We got to hear this. I no. don't know his name, dude. I really don't. What, um, shit, what is it? It's, uh. I feel like I just threw his gear bag out a couple days ago. <laughs> I don't, don't, know. Name, don't name names. I don't know he's out there. What is it? Ju- is it Justin? No. no. I don't, fuck, I don't know. He rides a Yamaha. Yeah. Oh, Mulford? Never, huh? Mulford? No, no. I never met that guy, so I have no idea. But his name is Justin. Probably yeah. no good to throw people under the bus that aren't fucking... There's <laughs> 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 nothing to do with that either. Really We're just naming names. Everybody forget the last two minutes of this. <laughs> no, what is it? Fucking text Beckering right now. You got his number? Text him. I'm not. Ask him. I don't have Beckering's number. You text him and say, "Who? Who's the tweaker's house you were staying at?" Bell yeah, he'll now. drop the bomb. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I truly, I, I don't really know the kid at all. I'll ask him. <laughs> Beckering, who's the tweaker's house you're staying at? <laughs> By Kenny Bell's. Um, and who else? Milo. Miles, uh... Yeah, dude, a, Miles is killing it. He's driving tour buses for, like, rock stars and stuff now. Yeah. That's cool. I run, And you know what's crazy? It's like... And not a lot of people can say this kind of stuff, but it's crazy, like... I'll be walking through an airport, say, you know, in Chicago or something, and I'll just run into some dude that, you know, we know super well. And it's like, who does that? And then, like, I'll be sitting at a show somewhere... And all of a sudden, Miles will walk up, and he's like, oh, yeah, my, my band I'm toting around has a concert down the street. It's like, sick, <laughs> you know? He's awesome. He's o- He was always super nice. Yeah, I love I love Miles, man. He's uh, he's fucking good people. Because he actually, and then he actually drove for the Rockstar guys from, I think, for either Mayhem or a couple other deals. They ended up hiring him, just knowing who he was and our right. buddies, and then, I mean, I, he's obviously good at what he does to top it off. So uh, I'd like to get on a bus tour with old Miles. Be, As your driver, that would be awesome. Yeah, he'd probably be pretty over us, though, because I bet you he would, like, Jesus, take the wheel and just come back with us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that you guys would make his job more difficult, trying to get him to fucking hang out late and drink and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think he'd just give up, finally. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You'll stay awake. Yeah, just take this. Uh, but, uh, no, man. and It's, uh, uh, coming back to announcing, though, I dig it. It's all going good, man. I'm busy, which is, I feel like there's, like, four announcers in the U.S. that are worthwhile, almost, that, like, do what we do. Uh-huh. And... There's 500 freestyle riders that will ride for nothing, and there'll be 500 dollar dudes when you want like two grand. Yeah. And so the announcer game is it's like old school freestyle. Like we all kind of stick together in a way. Nobody really steps on anybody's toes, kind of like the old freestyle days. Well, because you guys are a little older, and I say that when we were young when we started, but yeah, it definitely became. I don't need that much. I'll ride for. I'll ride for this. Oh yeah, I only need two fifty for rent. If you give me three fifty, that's a hundred dollars to go out. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. 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 That's only going to cost me 150 bucks. I'll do it for 125. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I like it. And then I'm actually going to go back out on, um, I'm going to go back out on old Burnett's freestylemx.com tour. There you go. Way to fix it for me. In a couple weeks, I go back out and I do a couple things for him. Been doing a lot of stuff for, uh, been doing a lot of stuff for Monster. I do all their NASCAR events. And, so you uh, know the Ives brothers now. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't know how I got roped into it, but uh, you love I'm, NASCAR, Kenny. That's how. Two, two or three, two or three times, I'm, uh, I'm the ball of steel announcer, and it just comes with the job, I guess. But uh, there you go. I love the Ives Brothers, but I hate announcing their shit. <laughs> How about the wall? Do you get to announce the wall? No, I've only seen the wall once, and their dad was announcing it there. Yeah. Like I, like their, I, like, I like their dad. Their dad's cool. He uh, he takes a lot of shit, man. Those kids, those kids give him a lot of shit. Yo, he sure. has been giving those kids a lot of shit since they were like 10 years old. So. Yeah, like what? Dirt bikes and walls and balls and No, pants. dude, every show I Semi-trailers. was at trailers. Every show I was at, he would disappear every when it was time to set up or tear down and the kids were just out there. The two kids and yeah. Jerry Jackson. Yeah, but who had to drive all night? Probably one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. But no, I, I like the Ives boys. Those they're uh, they're good times for sure. But, uh, we've been doing a lot of shit with them. I haven't seen yeah. them in a long, long time. Yeah, they're the same. They're I'm the same sure. old kids. Just nothing's changed, you know? Just little gypsies at heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Living, out, li- living out of a toter home, you know? Loving life. Yeah, living the dream. Let me, let me tell you, 9 to 5 sucks a big one. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm not quite there yet. I mean, I was doing... When Nitro Circus had their uh, their training facility there, I was uh, I took a job out there with, with them, and I I basically worked like Monday through Friday, and I was water truck guy and like I put ice in the cooler, just made sure everybody signed the waiver, and it was sick because I knew how much money I was gonna yeah, make. Yeah, I would week. rather do. Yeah, but that's like. We work on just pieces of shit people brought us all day long. This guy crashed this thing, and then every they all lie to you about what really is wrong with it or how much they, you know, I didn't ride it or anything. It just won't start. And fucking thing's been apart three times, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you there, I hear you there. No, it's, it, that was a cool deal, but not having to travel for like a month and a half and Still making money because you know at the end of the day, like if I'm at home, I'm not making any money usually. Yeah, it's just that's the problem. All you want to do is go home. As soon as you get home, then you want to go do shit, and you're just spending money when you're not making money. It's a balance. You need to be yeah. home a little bit, and then I've you never, get antsy, and you're like, I've I gotta get out. One to balance much at anything. Uh-huh. So, uh, you seem like you really balance like what you eat and what you do. You know what I mean? Like you really keep fit.
Vicky, Vicky's a fucking, Vicky's are like a real athlete, not like a couple weaker one like me, like if I go on a diet for like two weeks or something, like Vicky's a, Vicky's an athlete all year long. Yeah. And so, you know, we don't, we don't get a lot of shit in the house. So at home, I think I eat pretty good. It's the second I get on the road and like I'm with Griffin and those dudes and it's 2 a.m. and we're drunk and we're like, let's make nachos and eat. And Griffin, Griffin's got like the biggest sweet tooth in the world. So if you like look under his pillow, he's always got all these candies and shit. Under like, his pillow, literally? Um, Maybe not. I mean, depends on if he, if he gets there first, but. Yeah. He, usually, he usually puts him in high places because Griffin's like six foot six, you know. Yeah, so he, but he's still he likes super to hide skinny. Where the little guy can't reach. It's funny that he, yeah, he's like, you guys will never see it up here. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to climb like even, if, even if you get a chair, you're not getting up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so can Vicky whoop your ass on a track? What's that? Can Vicky <laughs> Does Vicky smoke you if you go to a track? I'm, ima- yeah, I'm imagining she, she would because she was like close to qualifying at Supercrosses, so I'm imagining yeah. she can fucking yeah, lay it down. Yeah, yeah, Vicky can beat me at the track. <laughs> For the whole world to know, Vicky's faster than me. <laughs> um, can... How come, like, so she just? Did she win, like, the Outdoor National, like, or whatever the girls, you know, WMXA, like, Outdoor Championship at one point? You there? You there? Yeah. What the heck's that? Froze up on me there. Uh-oh, he's mad because we're talking about Vicky. He's like, yeah, you're breaking you up. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. You guys are both just frozen on my fucking screen right now. Oh. Uh, you can he, see us? He still can't hear us. Yeah, do it on do it on Skype, they said. Skype will be awesome. See? No, we have these problems all the time. There we go. There we go. So what were you saying, Vicky, about what? Didn't did she win the outdoor like national title? Um I don't know if she ever won I don't know if she ever won the outdoors. Um but I will tell you that the WMX girl shit is, uh, from what I've heard and seen from being with Vicky for last almost five years now, it uh, it's the biggest fucking joke in the world, dude. Like, like yeah. there's no money, there's no money whatsoever in in women's racing, hands down. And the only thing that there was was X Games, and I think she's. She's what three three time gold medalist for women's X Games. Yeah, and then she went out on top where they they clipped it. You know they don't have it anymore. But um, at the end of the day, like if you want to make money, you gotta go race the boys. Like there's no there's no money in in women's racing whatsoever. You know. Yeah, I can imagine because so, men's think about what payout is from the AMA for men. Yeah, for what those you dudes know? are doing, you can't. You can imagine that. that I it's, mean, how, how many women are racing around the country versus men? Like, I'm sure they don't even care. Yeah, well, and that's the whole deal. Is there's no like, there's ten girls, probably, probably five to ten girls, 
that straight up they fucking rip on dirt bikes that right. were, that do go race those women's nationals and that are at Loretta's this week and stuff. Like there's a handful of girls that are they're fast, but they're either coming from like rich families or like got people that are helping them out. It's they're not they're not making money. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look at all of them. They're all done and retired and. You know, there's, yeah. there's nothing to be... I think if you win, like, an outdoor national, it's, like, $250. Oh, yeah? Wow. That's women's a race. Check. Like, next time you see them stand up there holding their, their big-ass checks, like, it probably costs more money to make their big-ass fake check than how much is on it. Wow. That's so, shit. But, um, no, man, she... Uh, I mean, obviously, you guys see, though, Vicky's... Uh, She's on the move right now. She's gonna hurt game. some feelings in she's the been freestyle killing it. world. She's gonna, she's gonna for sure hurt some feelings. Like, there's no doubt about it. And uh, she's, she's fucking, she's killing it. I mean, she's been doing a Pastrana scener, and uh, he was amped. And he goes, I don't know why I didn't know how good you were, and but he, he signed her up right off the get go. She's and, so uh, good. Like when I saw her at, um, well, I was at X Games when she raced. And that other girl took her hand off and fucking endowed and crashed. I was, <laughs> I was there for that. And then yeah. I was there when she rode Best Whip. And I'm just like, like, promoters at the time are always going, hey, we want a girl, we want a girl, we want a girl. Which I guess she wasn't doing that much freestyle. So I didn't even, and I didn't, I'm not sure if you guys were dating or not. Like, so I never even yeah. it was an option. So I, I'm like, dude, they're not like that. You're She's, not going to be happy with. I mean, I mean, there might be some girls that are hiding out there. Well, who? who I mean, well, I don't think many. There's that Cassie Boone, who I saw. She actually, Vicky, she posted something, and Vicky commented on it, like, "Come down and ride in California, from Canada." Yeah. And I guess Emma McFerrin. Have you ever? Is she like? Yeah. Like, no, and I've I've ridden with Emma. I've ridden with Emma, and, and but Emma, I think that's Emma it. Rips What's that? I think that's it. Jumping like a uh, same gap as the guys and actually yeah, doing no, some Emma, tricks. But Emma doesn't ride the same gap as the guys. That's oh, the no? Thing. No, she likes to jump like 65 feet, you know? And, yeah. Uh, as you ever you know, like, of Emma missing the landing? Yeah, going oh. deep. God. Yeah. That's horrible. But uh, no, as far as I know, like Vicky is truly the only girl in the world that I know of that like will go jump seventy five foot ramp to ramp, and you know, like she's Whip not like one of you East it. Coasters where she's got to start it all at thirty five feet and like <laughs> bump it five feet back. Let me tell you, let me tell you a quick little story about Clint. So we 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 were at an IFMA once, and it was a ramp to ramp one. I think it was like Gravity Slasher shit or something like that. No, I never rode Gravity Slasher. You did too. I did not. I rode I, the IFMA, the ramp to ramp IFMA tour, which eventually well, that's what they called it, right? It was no, Gravity Slasher. Well, eventually it turned into that, but that's not what it was when I rode it. Oh, okay. So okay, so there's your one right you're gonna get out of this story. <laughs> I'll agree. <laughs> I bumped East Coasters, they'd start the ramp off at like 30 feet, push it back five feet at a time. And then the next day, after he got it to 70 feet or whatever, we were jumping. The next day, he had to push it back in and do it again. What the <laughs> fuck? You already jumped it at 70 feet. All you did was sleep for six hours. That was, I made us push it back in the second day. 
I normally don't yeah. do that. You did it one weekend, I remember. Well, I'll never forget. And all your boys, all your boys were with you too. It was like a gang. Was the machine there? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it claims, boys. But he got affiliated with the FMX East crew, and then Clint got shit, and they yelled at me about it. Oh, yeah. And then I just fucking jumped 75 anyways. I don't know. I just, I just don't get it. If you got to guess, why wouldn't you want to just guess once? Why do you want to guess eight times? <laughs> well, so the issue was that the reason that that started was because a lot of the buildings that we ended up riding weren't long enough for that. And two, everybody over here built their own ramps. So I've seen like seven ramps that look nothing alike that are con that they said they built off of a, a Rev Three plans, and I'm like, none of these are even anything fucking similar to one another. <laughs> I got my ramp on Lake Elsinore, and I hit that, and I was like 75. I, I had it nailed, and then I ride other things. That's why I, I don't know. I can't blame my bad timing on that, but I'd like to. But it was different. Everything I hit constantly. Could people just build their own shit off of like, oh, that's a curve. That looks good enough. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, it's all good. So what else is going on? What do you What do you think of uh, What do you think of uh, X Games and everything like that? Yeah. Think we're going in the right direction or the wrong direction? I think um, I like the. Like, so here's, I like the um, festival format of X Games, but I also think that uh, Nitro Circus has something with it being a two-hour, everything happens at once, so it's like a TV show. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then also I think that the innovation of the ramps with Nitro Circus, having the airbags and stuff like that is a great idea because... If you want people to get gnarly, you got to try and make it safer. Yeah, but at the same time, that's that's the whole thing that X Games is grasping on by the you know the, it's it's literally they're about to lose the rope, but like the whole thing is, is no no cheater ramps. That's their whole big thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're. I. I, I completely but, agree with you. I mean, I was at both events. I never know when X like X Games always comes up in the summer, but there's never I never feel like I, I know it's coming. All of a sudden it's like oh fuck X Games is here. It started yesterday. Yeah. There's no I don't know. If there's no hype around there. Or I'm not watching the right channel or what. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, there's no doubt about it, and I know and I know that this isn't <clears throat> the absolute truth. Is that for one, Nitro Games is still so new that. None of the riders are getting bonuses like they get for X Games. For you know, and that's how the riders make their money is by bonusing, you know, getting a top three, top five and getting that bonus. Yeah. And X Games is whether whether or not which event is bigger right now and gets more T V time or whatnot, at the end of the day when it comes to contract season, it's still X Games on paper. Just because X Games. Just because it's X Games, hands down. Like I know that for sure. You think there's different crews that are like kind of favored X Games or Nitro Circus or X Fighters? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's not even a that's not even a question. It is. Uh, 
I mean, there was dudes that, uh, you know, you look at the pre-qualifiers and then you look at the people that all of a sudden got wild card spots on Nitro Circus. There was anybody that got a wild card spot on Nitro Circus for for the for their contest was on Nitro Circus. Yeah. Tell me that. That's a coincidence, you know. I'm not saying that those guys didn't deserve the spots that they got, but, you know, come on. Like those. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. And I mean, they you look at Rams all the time. Javier, you look at Javier last year. Javier won the open qualifier. He got fourth place. They made him go back to the open qualifier again this year. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's come on. Like, you can. Well, from the side, like, from. It seems like X Games seems it favors West Coast riders more, and Nitro Circus is like East Coast or Australian riders. It seems. I don't know. Well, not really. I mean, if you look at X Games, I think the only American this year in X Games was Adam Jones for freestyle. I guess because I think of Jacko as a West Coast rider. Yeah, I hear you. But, he's, yeah, but like that whole scene kind of. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But and then at the end of the day, the only reason Jacko gets in is because he's, he's a fucking champion. Yeah. You know, he's fucking gnarly, straight up. Like, when they showed that whole thing from last year, I was like, I didn't even fucking know he took the helicopter back. and. Yeah, I mean, with a, seriously. With ramp, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, hands down. So, I mean, I think it's, you know, I think, I know X-Fighters switched this year. X-Fighters was a completely different deal than it's ever been. They, uh, they dropped what Tess usually runs the show there. And um, I know they dropped him off, and now it's a full Spanish deal kind of thing, and it uh, I know it's a lot different. I mean, because they had a whole crew, because there used to be so many more events, and uh, now that it's just Madrid, I think they, they know they don't need to spend that much money. Right. But, um, it's just and, and then Nitro World Games, I mean, I I respect it because there's, a, there's an open qualifier, like... I mean, maybe maybe some of the dudes that showed up to the open qualifier weren't the best, and maybe some people qualified that, you know, there's a lot of other people that are better than them. But at the end of the day, no matter where you live, what country you live in, like, there's an open qualifier to get into, which would be probably the second biggest contest in the in the world. You can show up, buy a flight, get a bike, and ride it. Like, I think X Games... I think X Games really needs to, to hit that avenue of instead of every rider going straight to the final, you know, having some kind of qualifier. Like let the let the new guys in a little bit, you know. It uh, if you're not if you haven't been there and and been doing it for a long time, you're not getting a chance with X Games. That's for sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a name to get in there. It's not just I mean, uh, come up and throw down. Yeah. Well, they're selling fucking a TV show, so. Yeah. I agree, I agree, but I mean, you can do a lot of work before the TV show starts. You know, you can have a qualifier <laughs> and bring some new guys and get rid of. I mean, I think there's a couple dudes that are in there that are, are maybe getting a little weathered and they could get out and make room, but at the end of the day, if they get an invite, they're going. You know, yeah, you, you have to go. You have yeah. to go. So, but um, it's uh, it's wild times right now. That's for sure. 
What do you think about the tricks and all that and the cheater ramp? What do you think about the quote-unquote cheater ramp? Um, I think I think it's a catch-22. I think that it, um, I think, not that our sport is not so cool, you know, but you've got to show innovation. You know, you've got to show progression. And it's kind of one of those things, and that, that's why I think it is good. I, but I think that there needs to be a scoring card on it that says, if you do have, say you have Jacko goes off, and Jacko goes and does a front flip off a normal 75-foot ramp, and then you say you have Javier goes off and does a gigantic no-handed front flip off the cheater ramp, I think that Jacko's front flip should beat it. Yeah, for sure. You know, like... I think it should still be there, but this, they just got to figure out the scoring. And I don't, I don't know if that's what the deal is, like if they're scared of the scoring chart or what. But, um, I mean, at Nitro World Games, you get the same score on a front flip no matter what ramp you go off of, and I think that's wrong. Oh, yeah? So. That is wrong I mean, for sure. And But I do think, so I think, see, and then another one of the catches I feel like is like, I feel like the front flip ramp is really good for shows because, you know, we got to bring something new to keep filling the stands and packing, packing them in. So I think it's good for shows, but, you know, maybe, maybe you don't have it at a contest, but then you can't do that because everyone's like, well, I saw it at my county fair in Kansas City. Yeah. Now you guys aren't doing it at X Games, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, who's going to regulate that? Somebody will start a fucking contest where they, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Javier, Javier learning front flips, and, you know, I was out there, and he put a lot of work in. Same with uh, Taka. And they learned them. And I know it's off the cheater ramp, but they put a lot of fucking work in to figure it out, and they figured it out. So am I going to get mad at those guys for going and making 10 grand for the night to go do a front flip and fucking brazil fuck no you know like you gotta put food on the table and take care of your family well that's i saw somebody heckling um javier and he was like oh you know the it's a cheetah ramp blah 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 it just takes the commitment out of it and i'm like it certainly doesn't take commitment out of it i said if anything it's basically like you know they say compared it to flip levers and he was like, it's different. I'm like, it's not different. In the very beginning, when people started using flip levers, people were like, eh, you know. And basically, all it does is make what you can do in a flip or a front flip. Like, you can do more stuff in a front flip or a back flip because you have either the arm levers or the uh, or the ramp. I mean, and I, yeah. I, I but I totally 100% agree with you on... Jacko's front flip should trump anybody's front flip because he doesn't have the thing to kick him. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, I think it's. I guess if that's that would be if somebody did uh, KOD flips and didn't have uh, flip levers, they should get judged more. I don't think that this this sport unfortunately has necessarily done that throughout the progression of it. You know, like I don't think. People have been awarded, maybe it's some of, like you were talking about before, anybody that's a judge has to have ridden at a high level, 
And I think that we lacked that for a while. So a lot of technical stuff, which brings me actually, I posted once, I heard that Miller did an entire free uh, IFMA run opposite, like switch hand grab, other side no switch blade, all that type of stuff, and got scored exactly the same. Yeah. Is that a true? Sure. Because the judges aren't smart enough to figure it out. That's crazy. That should have killed everybody. Who the hell yeah, can do no, that? For sure. I remember I remember Miller and I there was never like when we did our ramp to ramp tour, which at that time I think it was the gravity slashers. And I was the flipper and, and Miller wasn't. And you know, I, I think Miller was I think he did flip, but he uh like, you know, like I was the paid flipper. I think there's only like two of us that were paid to be flipping at those things. Uh-huh. And um, I remember Miller and I, we made our own point system because there was no like champion or anything for those things. And, you know, you didn't win no extra money. We were just getting our demo money. But our whole crew, we made a, a point series and you kept track of what place you got every night. And Miller bet me. I remember Miller bet me that he could win the championship without ever flipping and beat me. And, uh, fuck, we, we came down to like a couple points difference. <laughs> Miller, Miller's like one of the, he's one of the baddest dudes that's ever ridden a dirt bike. Hands huge yeah. combos and stuff like that too. I remember seeing him just doing gigantic double grab, whatever combos like in the hills. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a bad dude. So the only one of the only well, I mean Dane Tenard, but I think he still did some gnarly combos. But I think it was a different time. Like the only person yeah. now I think they can keep with him is like Brody. Yeah. As far as like rock solid, holy grab, rock solid indie, fucking grab back on no handed lander. Yeah, um, I mean, I think everybody had their time where they're completely shining, you know and. It's hard. I mean, there was there were some good dudes that came out of our crew that probably didn't really get the recognition that they maybe should have. But I mean, Miller did well. You know, he did well. That's for sure. Yeah, um, he's just always had a super uh, cool style and a lot of good tricks. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the other one, I, uh, Mason, has always had a super cool style. That's like Brody come out of the woods, and you're just like, oh, I hate you. You haven't ridden with anybody else before? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. That's like, well, and that other little kid rides pretty good, too, that grew up with him, or, well, rides with him, uh, Seth. Yeah, that S-Beats. Beat. Yeah, Beats. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, he he rides pretty good too. He, I, he, he he looks just like Brody. Dude, that's I saw a couple of pictures of him and I was like, did Brody get a different bike? And then I realized it was somebody else and I was like, oh, this kid grew up riding with Brody, the son of a bitch. Yeah. That's a really good role model to have. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to emulate anyone's style, it's really not that bad of a person to get to yeah. watch every right, day. Right, for sure. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh oh, what? What have we been going an hour seven minutes? Got all crickets. There he is! Look at that. (laughs) Hey, there's a there's a little button right on here that has a camera. There you go. That's the one I had turned off. (laughs) 
changes everything. It changes every. All of a sudden, there's a new breath of life. All, all of a sudden, Grizzly Adams is in the house. Huh? <laughs> hey, hold on one second. Yeah. Right. Better have a beer bong back there. What do they call them on the West Coast? Funnels? Um, no, maybe. I think it's the same. There's still beer bong. Oh, it's there. Damn, I just saw your post. Let me introduce you to Garmin. Everybody, everybody wants to meet Garmin. What's With up? You. How old is Carmen? Carmen or Karma? Karma. <laughs> she's, All right. She's camera shy. She hates you. She yeah, hates she's you right a good now. girl. Was that the dog making all the noise earlier that we couldn't see? Yeah. She likes to party. Yeah. My girlfriend went to sleep, so the dogs went to sleep with her. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's late. Late over there, huh? Yeah, it's uh, 10, 16, which is not that late, I suppose. <laughs> Got to get up early. It's late. What made you switch to the RMZ? Um, I had a two, I had a 2011, um, Honda 450, and it was sick, but, uh, it was just old, so, like, stupid shit was breaking on it, like, stupid little parts, and, um, RCH has always been super rad with Vicky, and I've always known everybody, and, uh, they give us ripping deals on bikes, whenever they have leftover bikes, that they never even opened out of the crate. Yeah. They'll uh, they'll sell them to us for super cheap. Sick. God. Oh. Leftover bikes. <laughs> That's just crazy. Right. Which I so, yeah, that. no, and then Vicky's ridden riding Suzuki's for a long time, so it's kind of easier in she our garage if we shit. just all ride the same shit, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, uh... Um, I just heard that, uh, RCH isn't gonna... We're shutting up shop. Yeah, we're going to have to go there and buy a bunch of shit here in the next few weeks. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's cool, though. They, they've been around for 10 years. Really? Wow. But probably Carmichael wasn't there. Was he there like the last four or five, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Or you mean I RCH? Really... I thought he it's jumped sad. in pretty quick after. Yeah. Heart got it going. Yeah, I think he's been there like pretty much the whole way through, wasn't it? Well, they did Hart and Huntington for a while, I thought. Yeah. Maybe just RCH Wait, itself. So RCH yeah. is Ricky Carmichael Carry Hart. So it, as long as it's been named that, obviously Carmichael's been a part of it. But I was just yeah. thinking of a race team in general for that long. So maybe it is just RCH. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think people but, uh, just because they like racing. Because I don't think there's a whole lot of money to be made. Well, I mean, I think <clears throat> if they hadn't lost Roxon, may have been a different deal. But I'm sure Honda was like... Yeah, they don't... Who, who does Honda have? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they have people, but... Yeah, there's no... There's no doubt about that. There's a, there's a lot of 
lot of money that went into Roxon, you know. And, and what's the most prestigious factory team to ride for? Let's be serious. Well, I guess it depends up Honda. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on. There's some people out there that bleed blue and some people that bleed red. I know? mean, I guess so. I'm a Honda fan, so maybe. But I felt like they were always, like, they're the elitist of the factory team. Like, they gave Jeremy McGrath's dad shit for, like, he couldn't get in the pits or whatever or something one time. Like, that's yeah. why Jeremy left. Like, like they're the ultimate elitists. So. My dad yeah. to get him to sign my helmet. I had a McGrath replica helmet. And I'm waiting in line, and I was oh, all timid. No. And my dad's like, get up there, get up there. And I'm like, oh, he doesn't want to sign it. My dad's like, fuck that. He's like, let's go. McGrath's like leaving, dude. Uh, the box. This is when they had the box fans. This is our red bud. He's like, Jeremy, sign these helmets. He's like, come on, dude. My dad's like, yeah, sign. Signed him right there. And then I fucking wore it. So I got one helmet with it. <laughs> I think I'm shit. My dad's like, I'm getting this autograph. Yeah, for sure. For my son, yeah. I mean. My son. <laughs> Uh, but I like it. I like the Suzuki. It's good. It's uh, been, I've been, I've been home for the last like week, week and a half now. So I've been riding a lot. I'm starting to figure it out. Rode today again, and there's so many. I mean, there's so many tracks down here by my house. It's, it's fucking unreal. And, like, yeah. not to sound super old, but when I practiced, when I was trying to be something. I didn't have like a wet track that was groomed to go ride yeah. down here on any day. You can go to like six different tracks that are open every single day and groomed. And where's you at now? Southern California. Come on, bro. <laughs> like right outside of Temecula. So you're kind of in the heart of it all, right? Oh yeah. Pretty much. So how long ago did you move from Nevada? Um, it's, well, it's Nevada. That's what I was going to say. He's like a snob saying Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Nevada. <laughs> Fucking East, East Coast fucks right there. I moved from Nevada. Do you hear how six. angry you got? Yeah, well, <laughs> no. five, dude. Wait, wait, how do you say Paula? Or Paula? Paula? Ah, it's Paula, you're right. That's why I wait, was trying Paula. to add a long... Just I was trying to add a long A, you know. I figured that's how everyone out there says everything. But. He was Nevada, and he <laughs> rides the pallet. Yeah. I think like uh, five and a half, five and a half, six years now I've been down here. Good good little while. Are you liking it? It's pretty rad, all the tracks, I'm sure. That is like I mean, the that home... part's sweet, but the rat race is shit, yeah. you know? Well. And like every week, every week down here there's like a new something going on what side are you on fucking you know everybody's fighting with everybody fucking is it like high school or what I know. kind of, i mean i dropped out of high school like two months in the 10th grade so i don't remember much of that <laughs> but hang on to her but uh <laughs> i mean i guess i guess that's what you would call it like i, I don't know i think i guess when you're getting a little older sometimes i'm just like fuck you people are fucking evil you know? Yo, that's why I'm so easy to hate all the way over here, because nobody really knows me that well, so it's like, <laughs> just anything I do can be just turned into I'm a fucking asshole, and then that's yeah. it. Which I've accepted. Listen, it, it's like, just, that's how people are here anyway, so, yeah. even your friends yeah, are assholes sure. here. 
I remember when I, when I met when I met Berlue, I was like, "Fuck, this kid is gnarly." <laughs> he's he's a little fucking prick. Yeah, he's a, and then when you meet when you meet his mom, you meet Judy and Hip and Hip. Like, fuck yeah. Hip and Judy. I mean, Judy's the gnarliest woman I've ever met in my life, hands down. Like, there's no no in betweens. Judy's a fucking. I remember like like we couldn't like change a flight or we lost a bag or something like that. Like, be like Judy, will you call the airlines for me? Fucking game on. Should have it taken care of. My first couple of years, like probably two years, was every. I did. I went to. I practiced with Derek. He was like forty-five minutes away. I drive down there, pick him up, drive twenty minutes to the track to practice. We were just practice practicing on some dirt double in the back of some motocross track. And then I drop him back off and drive back home. And then all the shows we did were together too. So hippie drove us everywhere. Yeah, so darling. <laughs> this is a good time. He was the he was like seventeen at the time. That's why hippie had to be there to sign. Oh, because he couldn't he couldn't ride by himself. Yeah, he had to sign him in everywhere. And uh, man, he was like uh, he just he was like everybody loved him because he was the young kid. Like, oh, who's that young kid? I was like 21 at the time. They were like, do you, ah, do you remember, we were, you where's the young see, kid? Did you ever see the video when Derek was in the fucking Chevy minivan commercial? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was little, little? Yeah, like a rock. <laughs> he's on the 60 ribbon through. <laughs> fucking, it's the, it's the Chevy Aerostar, or Chevy Astro van or whatever. And he fucking rips through on his 80 and he's got dirt on his face and shit. It's fucking awesome. Uh, you remember that song, Like a Rock. Yeah, of course. As good as it comes. When I first up. started racing, Derek's obviously younger. But when I first started racing, he was already like just smashing everybody at English Town. So like I knew who he was before I ever actually start doing freestyle and actually met him and hung out with him or anything because he was just always like the super fast mini kid was he the, was he as much of a prick then as he is now or? well when i first met him <laughs> yeah he's just yeah, the same. he's always been an asshole he's like, just sure. the same but i see i i don't even recognize that as being an asshole just because that's how because you're are. from new jersey too. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's good Forget people i don't understand <laughs> Yeah, you guys are fucking, you guys are fucking faggots for sure. Dude, I, down <laughs> south, I just talk to people. That's like, that's like your boy fucking sick as Monday. Yeah. Who oh, no, knows? He's just as much of a fucking prick. Yeah. He, he just is. lives in Florida now, you know? I, yeah, but Florida's not the south. You gotta learn that. Florida. Yeah, but he just, he just moved to there. Like, he's but from my, Jersey, right? Yeah, Florida's he's from Jersey. From New Jersey. Florida is New York and New Jersey, one, and the rest of the people that actually are <clears throat> born and raised from, like, Florida are weird as fuck, and they're yeah. a little bit white trashy, but it's little. not, it's, but it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, um, it's not Southern, it's different. 
It's, it's down, what, so, there's no politeness in, in Florida. Yeah, here's the difference, okay? Down south, like Alabama, Georgia, and stuff like that, you have rednecks. New York <laughs> and New Jersey and Florida, you have white trash. Now, the difference is rednecks may get too drunk and spit some tobacco somewhere in your living room, but white trash will steal your shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. You don't agree with that? No, fuck no. What, no, what do you think? <laughs> what do you got? Right, so you're telling Florida me that friend? the crackhead won't steal your shit that's in New York City or New Jersey? Yeah, of course. They're white trash. And Which, they won't do that in Florida? Anyways. Yes, they will. They're white trash. That's my point. But in Georgia, yeah, he'll probably steal your shit too. But I think once you do, once you do meth, you're now white trash, I feel like. But rednecks, but a straight redneck. I'm not white trash. But so what are you saying? Are you ready? <laughs> it's just a mess. I just tried it. It's talking about a lot of mess. It was just a little bit. I remember asking Clint, like, hey, my bike's uh, in the truck in the parking garage. Are they going to steal my bike? He's like, they're going to steal your whole truck. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. Everything was there. It's gold. Yeah. Uh, Cody got his whole truck. Cody Cavanaugh got his whole truck and two bikes stolen in uh, Florida. Him and Ed yeah. Rossi. I got a piss. Yeah, but she gets stolen everywhere, every day, you know? It's true. It is what it is. So. It's true. Especially Atlanta Supercross. Yeah. All right. So what you... else? What's on your little checklist there? Well, I don't have a checklist. Come on. Fuck, oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have a list of questions? No. What do you want to talk about? Have you ever listened to the Joe Rogan podcast? They just fucking start talking. You end up on all types of shit. You want to talk about Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? You kind of do look like Joe Rogan. <laughs> or um, uh, Jason Statham? No. <laughs> I never listened to a bunch of other podcasts because I don't want to realize how shitty mine was. No, it was good. I think that... Like this, you need to do a longer format just so that you can talk about random shit because that's when you figure out who people really are. Well, yeah, and I didn't have, on my, the, the shows that I did, like I didn't have a time limit by any means. I had an idea of where I wanted it to be at, kind mm -hmm. of thing. But, um, I mean, I definitely, I wrote down a couple things about who who I had coming in that day, you know, in case, in case we... Because some people are easy to talk to, and some people are fucking... Yeah. Like, man, we shouldn't have done this yeah. kind of thing, you know? Like, I've literally... I've done a couple shows that I never released, because people just aren't good at talking, you know? Not to say that, like, I'm good at it by any means, but... Obviously, some people fucking, you kind of get paid to just, talk. But some people just <laughs> lock up. When you put a microphone in their mouth, they're like, I don't know. But they're at your house, right? Doing it? Or your studio? Yeah, in the studio. Do you have a so big mansion? Do you think that intimidates them? What's that? You got a big mansion and they just walk in they're like, oh man, I'm like Kenny Bell's house. No. Oh. This guy. I ain't got no fucking mansion, that's for He's sure. He's got a mane, a beard, a giant mansion. Yeah. No. Stared at this Raiders hat on. I don't know what to do. He's I'm like... Gonna paint. He's like... You want to talk shit? I'll just have my girlfriend smoke you. I won't even... I won't even... Whoop your ass on a bike. I won't even mess with you. I'll just have her take you down. What's up? 
No, I mean, that's, there's always possibilities. That's fucking true. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about, let's talk about the, the talk right now. The talk? What's everybody talking about? We've had a great talk. What are they talking about? Let's talk about the. Let's talk about quarter pipe. Yeah, okay. that's a good call. Um, like the shit talking or like the contest. All together. All right. What'd you think of it? I thought that the high air is. I like. I really like step up, and I really like the quarter pipe high air because I mean I think that they need obviously you want to be able to. I, I think you almost need to not have people on the one behind the quarter pipe so you can put a fucking wall up so that you could have marks and people <clears throat> can actually see them going high because yeah. that's the it's an awesome uh, I think step up is also good because the fans can whether you know anything about a fucking dirt bike or not you can see that you, guy you, made it over that hole you said it right there step up is the number one most viewed sport in X Games yeah, it's cut and dry. And the, and the reason that it is is because the world is fucking <clears throat> stupid. Straight up. There's a bunch of fucking idiots out there. I mean, look, even I can figure out Skype. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, the world's stupid. They understand. You hit the bar, You're you out. don't win. You <laughs> go over the bar, you win. And uh, I didn't understand why... A couple things. Step up, I like step up, hands down. And I think that this year, Matt McCall, um, Matt McCall, who owns Trick Factory and runs, runs Paula, yep. uh, he built the lip and all, did all that. And I think he did a fucking amazing job. And I think a lot of it has to do with they had good dirt. They're inside. They were able to. They were able to control it. Yeah. You know they they haven't been able to control it in forever. So I think step up went great. I think quarter pipe, um, they're still learning. It's still brand new. What happened with the land? I don't understand why they didn't have the 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 skate big air thing, the big old deal that goes all the way up. Uh huh. Yeah. Like but you that. know what I mean? Like like they have yeah, silver and everything. <laughs> but you thing. know what I mean? That goes up and shows you the numbers. Like you're saying, maybe you don't need to build a fucking 40 foot wall behind the people but at least have that so you see that you know you watch the bike go up how about um because it was snowboard, cameras. snowboard cameras, cameras did it snowboard what? quarter pipe um you know how they have they they'll have those uh like markers yeah. on the quarter pipe so that they can show how big the people's air is like why That's didn't they do that shit well you didn't explain it well enough Hey, how about, how about oh, that's what that was? That's what that is? <laughs> they, they have their markers <laughs> with the little on them. And then when they go up, come on, you made it. I lost it. Yeah, I, when you did this, I totally lost you. <laughs> <laughs> it's super weird. But no, I think I think you're right. I think that for one. And two, I think they need a... Um, I, think, I think for right now with quarter pipe... I think that if you maybe they could change the format to where if you go and you you up your height 
you stop, but if you don't up your height, you get another try, kind of like how Step Up is, how you get two tries. Uh-huh. Kind of deal. I, I, don't, I don't think the guys are good enough yet on quarter pipe just to absolutely send it after a 10-minute wait. Right. And just For go. Sure. So I'd like to see them do like two jumps at a time. So maybe a total of six jumps, like three rounds, but you get two jumps each time. Right. Unless Instead of the just first three time, rounds of one jump. Yeah. Yeah, even if or, they did up or do the a first jam, time. jam session. Yeah. Jam session, I think you'd get the best height. I think you get the best height with a jam session, but it's not a TV show. And that's a problem. Yeah. It's kind of like Best Whip, I think, guys, because of the jam session type thing. Best, best Whip is horrible to watch. I mean, yeah. it's even worse to announce. Because everybody's Best Whip, because everybody, everyone that's there is absolutely cranking it, hands down. So, like, what do I say? Oh, oh, oh. You yeah, know you got to build it up, what, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but they the guys don't do that because they have. 10 minutes Twitter votes, you know, so you go. It's a rip well, so here's my, and I get the Twitter votes thing, and it's making uh, crowd interaction and stuff, but I don't think that, I don't think that that's how it should be done. I think there should be sensors on the bike, to de- and they can detect how far off access the person gets it. And grade them on what we have right now. Three different style whips. A turn up, a turn down, and a moto whip. So basically a moto whip is how upside down you're getting, obviously. Well, it's all started. But see, then I feel like the problem you run into is that if you run that, McNeil's going to win. But... You can't tell me that, like, you watch McNeil do a whip, and then you watch Tyler Beerman do a whip. They're completely different, but they're both equally bad as fuck. I agree. Like, you but, know, so I don't think you can do that for whip. I think I think I, you, you got to judge it, like, with judges. You get rid of Twitter, but you got to judge it with judges, for one. But, like, what you were saying with the, with the, with the deals on the bikes, you know, in Vegas, when they had the X Games qualifier for step up yeah at the high roller deal they actually were running lip pro things on their helmets for that and that's how they judged the height this year at x games they just had cameras and they said they were like super high-tech cameras but uh the weight was too long like you said people need to see right off the get-go yeah it needs to be quick not stop and wait for 45 seconds like right needs it needs to be quick but I think it's I think it's good. I think that I think that it's got to go to. Um, I think you're gonna have to get rid of the dirt. I think it's gonna have to go to a scaffolding deal, kind of like what Nitro World Games has. Well, you saw that that seemed to work out. Um, everybody liked that. Was more comfortable on that. Yeah, I mean, I think you're more comfortable being uncomfortable because at the end of the day, it's still gonna be ramp to ramp. So that's kind of gnarly, but. The landing wasn't big enough at X Games for what they needed. So what happened? Was there a time crunch or a, a dirt? They didn't have enough dirt? No, I mean, the, that that whole thing was dirt. There was no containers underneath it, anything. It was 18 feet tall. Or wow. 20, 21 feet tall, I think. Yeah. I mean, to have a, a 21 foot tall by 50 feet by 20 feet wide safety deck, That's that was all the dirt. I mean, yeah. But uh, I just think that 
to make it to where they're gonna go. I think it was high. I think it was big enough for this year, but I think by next year there's gonna be. I think you're gonna see some new guys next year. I think some guys are gonna come out of the woods, and I think they're. Um, I'd be really surprised if they're not all racers. Sweet. You know, oh, some guys are out there at Paula hitting that thing. Well, not so much, but I think there's going to be now. Like, well, I think you're going to get Supercross dudes out there. So, now this is total speculation, but uh, all of a sudden, like a week after X Games, Mike Metzger is posting, uh, hey, who's got a bike or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost like... <laughs> You don't. Th- I I think it's possible he's got it in his head. I think it's one hundred and fifty percent possible that it's in his head. <laughs> but it's not gonna happen. I got it. I mean, come on, it's not gonna happen. Hands down. <laughs> just just end it. Not a fucking not a fucking chance. He will crash the first time he hits it for sure. But. Uh, no, I, I think I think it's cool. I like it. It's something new, and like you said, it's it's easy to follow, but they got to make it easier to follow. Yeah, instantaneous. Like you I think said, one hundred percent onto something for sure. So. I posted that one video where I'm talking like a redneck over the quarter pipe thing, and some kid wrote, "Kind of boring." Has <laughs> 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 like thirty thousand views. He's like, "Kind of boring," you know. So it's only a minute long. It's a minute long. How bored yeah. can you get in a minute? Like, come on. Yeah. What yeah. took so long? Who can sit there for a whole minute? <laughs> you got to wait 45 seconds to find out who just won? I can't take that. This is 20 yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Minute? Oh. No, I think it's good. I'm bummed to see uh, – I was super bummed to see, see Axel get hurt the week before. <clears throat> yeah. I would like to see him in there because, I mean – Honestly, like with Bearman getting second, Bearman that was his that morning was the first day he's ever hit that quarter pipe in his life. The only other quarter pipe Bearman has ever hit was the Nitro World Game one, ramp to ramp in his concrete parking lot. Literally, that was the first time he's ever hit a quarter pipe in the dirt to a dirt landing was at X Games that morning of the contest. And I mean shit, he almost won. Yeah, <clears throat> I think know. that head, then, if he had to, I think he didn't have any pressure. But if he had to, I think he obviously could have skied it higher. He also looks like he would be able to go higher um, without changing his style. Because like, so when um, Raha went to the winning height, he was all the way to the other side of the landing. Like, yeah. How much faster yeah. could he have gone? Well, and when you watch him go off the takeoff ramp, like, like, here's yeah, they the go right ramp. to left. He was going right. Like, if this is the way you go to the landing, Raha was going off it straight, but like over here, and Beerman's going straight yeah. up like this. And I mean, he was only traveling like 10 feet. Yeah, he was going from like the far right to only the middle. And yeah. I, it looked like most people were kind of crossing a little more across the whole entire ramp. And Beerman was yeah. just like, I'm just going fucking straight but, up. <clears throat> I would like to see, I would like to see them all like, I mean, I think that. That's I wish McNeil form, didn't get hurt. That's what I'm saying. Like McNeil, <laughs> you take McNeil, you take Colby, you take Beerman, 
and, and Hodges. You take Axel, yeah. get Axel in there. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a different deal. And then, not to mention, like, like Tom P. Tom P. Bought that ramp from X Games and took oh, it out. Yeah. Sweet. So he has a quarter pipe now. So there's five. I mean, Tom P.'s gonna figure it out. Yeah, yeah, he can run. Yeah, he can ride a dirt bike. He'll figure it out. I just want to see them all be there. Like, I don't want to take away from from Colby's win whatsoever. The dude fucking sent it. Yeah, standing sure. there in real life. And uh, Beerman sent it, but it sucks that it was what it was. I would like to see everybody in it. You know, yeah. like uh, all the shit talking, kind of fucking acting like no one else could have possibly done it, or he's the only one who was gonna shred it. Like, there's there's a lot of shit talking. Yeah, there's. Yeah, like it was there's a lot. I liked the uh I kinda like the space we're at right now. Like how old is Colby's only like was he twenty one or something? And I I've think Axel's gotta be super young too. And I like Yeah, that. he's he's twenty, I think. I think I, I think it's cool that there's a um a younger battle going like a Deegan Pastrana type of thing like now like younger guys that are both obviously it's a different scenario but it's the closest yeah. uh, equivalent yeah. I can pull but they're both super gnarly and they're both really young and I like that Colby called um uh Axel out because I think I don't know I think it's good for our sport we need a little commotion I hopefully nobody gets butt hurt and I, it would be cool to see them maybe at Paula on that big one there or something. Or yeah. probably never going to happen. But well, it would be kind of. I cool. mean, I uh, yeah, I, I agree that I think it's 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 cool to see, but I think it's I think it's <clears throat> definitely like a hundred percent one sided. Also, like for sure, it's one sided as shit. You know, like I don't think that. Uh, like they dislike Axel because who because right. I guess because because of the whole monster thing or something. Right. That, that seems like yeah, and it's fucking gay because it's like well, if you're fucking good, you're good, and he's good. Yeah, but um, I mean, monster jades all I mean, I don't know, Unless you guys have seen something that I haven't seen, I haven't seen Axel say a fucking word. No, he hasn't. Like well, exactly. Exactly. It's so like everybody's everybody's saying it's rad to see this this battle, but it's not a battle. You just have one guy. Trying to get this other guy to go. Well, and, uh, it would be that my point is it would be rad if he responded and there was actually some kind of a you know <laughs> like friendly competition. Obviously, you can act however as long as no, you know it is what it is. I wouldn't respond to fucking Jimmy Lee posting Slayer videos every fucking twenty. Not Jimmy Lee, fucking whatever his name is, posting videos every twenty minutes, like. There's like this whole like one sided thing. I get what you're saying. Like he's just fucking. Yeah. People are just amped. Like oh man, Kobe Raha is awesome. He yeah. Can yeah. Exactly. Like that's what I mean. Like Kobe's Kobe's ridiculously talented, and uh, when it comes to the quarter pipe, I think and he's killing it. And I think that Axel is ridiculously talented, but I think at the end of the day, like. Both you motherfuckers might have got beat if fucking McNeil didn't crash, and Axel was even there. Like, I mean, fucking secret. Hey, you trying to you trying to get another contest going because you want to make more money? Fucking a. Like, and this yeah. is the way to do it. So, 
if Colby's trying to get another contest going to make some more cash and to, and to up the ante, I think that that's, you're right, Clint, like that's where I think it works and it's a good idea. But if you guys are going to do it, like, make it worthwhile. I'd love to see another contest. Shit, I want to announce it. Hands down, you know, for sure. But uh, I don't know. I think it's I, I think it's entertaining as shit. I love I love every time I look at my fucking phone. There's a new something going on. I agree. That's know? what I'm saying. I think that, and even if it's just all it say, let's say that those two are, you know, and I'm assuming it's probably not true. Let's say that those two are friends, and then they're just. Uh, having a friendly competition or whatever like i think that's great for the sport and that's what needs to happen and i think we need to i mean obviously i'm not a part of it anymore but people need to put down a little bit of what like i guess it's uh not what i'm saying they need their ego to go and compete but i mean i guess that's they need to put whatever aside and actually go and make it happen and take the chance of losing put your money where your mouth is and throw down and I think yeah. if those guys do well, that, it would, could did be a you good listen, thing. Did you listen to the Jason Ellis? I didn't hear interview? that. So Ellis, Ellis was talking about it. I listened to it yesterday. And Ellis said, he goes, how about you, you two go, and whoever loses has to have a gigantic dick painted on their whole entire dirt bike. Your whole dirt bike is just a dick. And you have to show up next year and ride with the dick on your bike or something, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, there you go, you know. Yeah, X Games all put Like, the whole negativity, that's not going to last long. And that's where I think I, that's where I think, like, I like the push, I like the war, I don't like the, just so much keyboard, I just can't stand the keyboard wars, dude, Yeah. fucking... I can't, you know, and clip because it's, it's it's Instagram. So you got like a week, and then everybody fucking gives a shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know Colby super well. Um, I know him pretty well from the last few months, but like, literally, hmm. Colby's been around for three months. Yeah, I was gonna so like, you know, he kind of came out of nowhere, and and uh, I mean, I I, I followed him. I followed him, like, all of his hill stuff, like, last winter when he was flipping shit out in the hills and stuff like that. But I had never met him. Like, literally had never met him. And uh, Larry Linkoggle, Linkoggle called me, and he goes, hey, because he knew I was running Nitro Circus. And, and, and Linkoggle called me and said, hey, I, uh, I, got, a, I got a kid. I need, I need you to get him in to the Nitro Circus place to go practice. And I go, all right, like, what's the deal? And he's like, this kid Colby. And he sends me a video of Colby launching the quarter pipe at Link's house. And I'm like, fucking done deal. Yeah. So I went right over. I showed the bosses the video. And I'm like, hey, this kid needs to come out. They're like, yeah, for sure. So he came out. He rode. And that was literally the first time I ever met him. He's, you know, super respectful. Kenny, thank you so much for getting helping me out, getting me in. And I and I told him, I said, hey, Linkoggle called me and said I needed to get you in. Like, don't really thank me, thank Link. Like, he's he's the one that pulled the strings. And uh, and then a month and a half, two months, and then X Games, and now we're here. 
So I feel like I'm getting to know Colby. And Colby's a really good kid. You know, he's I, – I don't think he's as hardcore and pissed off as <laughs> the war is making it out to be. I think Colby's a good kid, like genuine good dude. Yeah. I think that the internet war is making him be like a Slayer concert. And I don't really think that he's a Slayer concert, but – too much negativity because he's got he's got talent big time. I only yeah. saw the one thing where he called him out, but I didn't. Uh, I where he was like, let's. Uh, even the announcer said that you would have won or whatever. That's the only thing that I saw. I don't know if his stuff hadn't been. I probably haven't liked enough of it or followed it long enough to show up, you know, predominantly in my feed. Yeah. Algorithms, but I haven't really seen that much. Um, I didn't think it was that crazy. Maybe I just haven't paid enough attention. Well, I think I see. Yeah, I mean. Is it other people commenting on, like, fueling the fires? Yeah, that's what I, I think. There's there's a lot of lot of chefs in the kitchen right now, mm. you know? And uh, I think and I think that that influences him because I think he's a young kid, too, like you're saying. Yeah. I think that influences him sometimes just as much as – Axel's young. I think things influence him. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm literally not on either side of the plate and I don't give a fuck. Like I really, truly don't. No, I agree. It's entertainment for us. That's where I, yeah, exactly. I, like, I think but both of them are I'd cool. like to see these. I'd like to see these guys. Like, I guess it's like, look, Axel's got a broken hand straight up. Kid broke his hand. Call the kid out when he's got a broken hand. Like, at least let him come back and start riding. You know how it is. Like it sucks when you gotta pour the the alcohol or salt on the wound sometimes. Yeah. Like let the kid come back and ride. Yeah, I mean it's not necessarily his fault that um the announcer said that. You know? Mm. So it's to Yeah, put it has it on nothing Axel. to do with Axel. Right. To put that it on has him. Nothing to do with Axel. And I don't know why I don't know why Colby got so bummed about that, but well, I thought I did think that that was a little weird for somebody to say. Like, you probably would have won it. Like, I don't know. That's a silly statement to make. Yeah, for you sure. Know. And that's that's what I mean. Like, <clears throat> I guess that's why I think I know that's a silly statement. You guys know that's a silly statement. Yeah. And he's Anything a shitty announcer. Happen. It wasn't like if I would have if I would have said it or Mason would have said it, being the Moto announcers or Cameron Steele would have said it. I think then you'd have a little back of it but you got a dude that's just gayer than fuck and <laughs> that's why he's that guy talking and he's the host of who the, the show. fuck is that guy where'd he come I from i don't even know but that's <laughs> the thing is like that's why that guy doesn't announce any any events because he's gay and he's a tv person like he doesn't yeah. know anything about i mean he couldn't he couldn't fucking announce inline skating kind of shit you know like you're fucking gay. Yo, the intro parts, and I like that ass and everything, but the intro parts with them, like, hanging out, playing fucking uh, bags or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, was... That's the thing, is it's not. <laughs> that's that's TV. That's... Do you know Do you know who X Games is owned by? Uh, ESPN? You know who that is owned by? Disney, Disney, my paycheck came from Disney. Ah, Disney's super gay. (laughs) 
That's where my paycheck came from, Disney. Oh man, Disney, my, my kid. And you were the happiest. You were the happiest man in the world when that came in, weren't you? Just like Disney's the happiest place. It was a pretty small. It was a pretty small. <laughs> but no, at the end of the day, like I said, I like Kobe. I like Axel. I don't really think that either one of those kids hate each other. I think that, I think I, that the, the, I think each crew, I think both both crews hate the crews. Yeah. But I don't think it has anything to do with these these two. And I don't want them to hate each other, but I want them to. I think them pushing each other uh, is good for the sport and good for themselves. You know, yeah, to build I, names. I up. I hundred percent agree with you on that for but sure. I I think that you know. There, you're in it more than like over here. We're all so spread out that we're really excited when we have people to ride with. And there, there's actually the industry is there, and and people compete with each other. Like I'm not going to let you ride at my spot and and uh, yeah, right. let you see my tricks or whatever. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely different than uh, than here. And I get it. You know, and like you said, I'm sure it's a lot of people around them that are. Uh, you know, that was bullshit. He shouldn't have said that and got him amped up on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. They're both young kids. Very very easily influenced, Yeah, I would say. And, uh, you know, I think it is what it is. But I think it is important to know that, like, it's pretty one-sided right now. It's not two people talking shit, at least, at least from what I've seen. So, yeah. And I and I like I like Colby being hardcore and being the militia dude and yeah. talking shit, but and like that's that's cool. That's what the militia shit right. is all about, you know. He's kind of bringing so, it I mean, old think, school, running the spikes. I think it was sweet. Yeah, I, I did like too. Yeah, no, I think it he was knows cool. The, like, he knows those huge Gawar ones that Link had that one time. <laughs> where he had yeah, this, right? like, He's got to work up to those. Maybe next year. <laughs> But, you know, that was like when Jacko ran them and shit. Like, I, I dug it. Yeah, for you sure. Know, like, I dug it all, all the way around. I love the fact that him and Link Hoggle, you know, Link was there rocking a fucking Slayer shirt. And the new, you know, that's the new Militia shirt is like a Slayer one. And Colby rode it. And yeah. Death to Hipsters. Like, that's a, everything I fucking, I'm all about it. I fucking hate Hipsters. I agree. I think it's, I think it's sweet as shit. You know? Yeah. I just think, uh. I think there's a way to do this and a way not to do this, and it's it's not it's not 2002 anymore. Yeah, for so, sure. And it's it's never gonna be 2002 again. So I think there's a way to do this. I'm just not so sure that they're going the right way right now. But fair enough. It's all opinion. It's all opinion from the guy that's over here fucking talking, and you know, like yeah. I said, the bigger the bigger show they start up, the more jobs I'm going to have to announce and easier to talk about, you know? There you go. Javier and I always say it's everything's easy from the couch. I've watched For Nitro sure. Circus. I could have done all that shit from this couch here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. No, I, uh, I got the most ap- utmost respect for both those dudes and, and all of them at that. Behrman, Tom P, like... Chris Foster. Fuck, like forget, all those dudes forget that just that and, discipline. Let's just go just across the board. Yeah. Anybody there, gnarly. I think it's fucking gnarly. I've hit the quarter pipe before. It wasn't pretty. There's a reason I wasn't out there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's fucking pretty gnarly. And, uh, 
all those dudes, man. Props to them. I just hope that I hope that this doesn't become the Colby Axel show because I I want to see them all there. Yeah. You know, I want to see five dudes that can fucking send it. And uh, I I know a little bit of news about stuff that like I can't quite talk about quite yet. But no, we'll just say uh, we'll just say um spoiler alert before it. Yeah, or, no one's listening. Just or, spill the beans. Or, or allegedly. We'll edit that allegedly. part out, put it on Instagram. Allegedly. Right now. Uh, there's, there's, there's gonna be, there will be a quarter pie contest coming in the near future. So. Allegedly. You're we'll fine see now. It. I'll fucking, I'll stamp that thing. Oh, shit. Old cool Dogtown and Z-Boys where the fuck it was. Like there's gonna, there, there will be, there will be one. They're, they're getting the details worked out, but. Uh, nice. Good for them, man. It's, it's coming, and I think that's rad, and I think that they'll end up being a couple of these a year. So I think it's going to be good. Uh, uh, do you know, and, can you uh, give us one more and, detail? Is it tricks or height or both? What's that? Is it going to be just tricks, like quarter pipe tricks, or quarter pipe height or both? Mm. All right, that's enough said. I said if you can get <laughs> <laughs> all the above. What, yeah, we're just going to leave it there. He just... Uh, I think uh, I think you're gonna see a bunch of a bunch. All right. I think I think you're gonna see both. I do. I I think you're gonna see both. I mean, like I said, they're still working details out and trying to make some stuff happen. But uh, I think in the near future, you're gonna see some people fucking. I mean, I think every one of those dudes. I think Colby. I think McNeil. I think. I think they're gonna build it, and they're gonna fucking they're gonna launch that motherfucker, you know, hands down. Yeah, they're not gonna go. They're not gonna go any smaller. That's for sure. No, and especially if that landing gets bigger, they get a more comfortable landing or something like that. Then it's on plus. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, we did uh, an hour and fifty-four minutes. Yeah, can I go have dinner now? Go have dinner. It's eleven o'clock. It's only eight. Eight. Your clock's fucked up. I'm talking. Uh, it's Raiders time. Oh, at his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it is eight. All right. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm be fucked up, and then I'm go to bed. Wine drunk. It's been a while. Brought a bottle of fucking wine too. That's why I got the big bottle. I know. Well, it was the only thing that looked like blood that I could put in my cow hoof. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was sending Clint all these like dagoey pictures of me cooking pasta and stuff. Yeah. And drinking wine, and then I got Corona. <laughs> well, I started off. I started off with the old eight oh fives. And then you like you eased into the night. I'm gonna switch to the Millers. <coughs> I drink five strong, ain't it? What's that? The eight oh five. That's strong, isn't it? Uh, Not if you're a man. It's <laughs> like ah, I don't know. It's fucking beard, dude. I'm a beard. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't know. I'm too drunk to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, dude, pleasure. You're, uh, we'll have to have you on again. No, uh, I, I think it's cool. And, uh, maybe we can, since I know how to figure this thing out now. There you go. We'll see you the whole time. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I like this. I never, honestly, I've never even thought of doing it. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll have to take a couple pictures and show you of the, the studio and show you because it's, uh, it's fucking gnarly in there compared to this. This is just an. I'm just looking at a fucking iPad. Like, yo, and I, I feel like. The, what I feel I, like this is. I feel like this is the same same thing. Like, <laughs> you I know, feel what like the, I have so much like, shit in there for nothing. Yeah, you know what the crazy part is. I'm in New Jersey. He's in Illinois, and you're in California. Yeah, for this sure. is the future, man. It's now. Yo, this is virtual reality, bro. I just need goggles, and I could be looking at you guys, looking around, like, what's that over on the other side of your room, Kenny? What is that over there? Where's Kenny at? <laughs> I could just take you with me if you had goggles Dude, on. You're on the road, announce some shit. This would be a good guest that we bring in for, like, hey, here's Kenny for fucking 20 minutes or whatever. You know? Maybe, maybe not. No? Here's Anybody? Kenny with, no, well. Oh, I'm into it. All right. I'm too lazy to do my own shit, so like I'm all I'm all about if I can. Uh, like Clint, when you asked me if I wanted to come on, and you said you probably don't want to. There's fucking there's way more time in the day than there is like shows that people like to listen to. I think it's cool, and uh, you know, like when I started my show, I I constantly was talking to Steve Mathis from Pulp MX. Um, he helped me so much. Um, I talked to Daniel Blair a bunch from his show. He helped me a shit ton. Like, I think, uh, I think there's not enough, there's not enough info to go out there. Like, and everybody has different opinions and it's cool because what I, what I say about something or what you say doesn't mean that it's, it's right by any means. It's totally just our ideas and, and our perspectives on, on life and things. So. I think it's cool to listen to everybody and, and to hear different people talk about the same topics. I think it's super sweet. So if I can uh, if I can ever do some shit and help you guys out, I'm all about it, man. I think it's cool. sweet. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, and that's why I don't do a format or questions because I like to just wander off into whatever we talk about. And you, like, actually lately we've been getting a bunch of guests where um, we've kind of stayed on topic in the beginning I don't know if I knew him too well or maybe I know him too well we just get off on random shit but no. I, I think that's good as well because it lets people see people's actual personality versus you know like you said your social media is crafted to an extent to portray what you uh, think people want to see or what you want to put out there versus if you get into a long conversation with this, you end up letting your guard down a little bit and having a lot of, you know, talking about random stuff and random. Well, and like when you said, when you said to me, or you commented on something and you said, uh, Kenny, you're all professional. We just want to get drunk on Tuesdays. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, my, my trick my trick is, is everybody that comes on my show comes to my house and they come do it here. So I always barbecue. Well, what's the one thing you do when you barbecue? Yeah, have a couple of beers. Bruise it up. We just put it out there. Buzzed up before I take them in that room. Dude. Yeah, we just put it out there. We're just like, fuck it, we do it on the air. We start, <laughs> yeah, no, we mean, start we, out we sober, by the end we're like, video. Ah, yeah. that's all. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
That's how. Uh, <laughs> like I think one of my best one of my best ones I think was um, who is it? Is it Jacko and Jacko Must and someone and uh, uh, Adelberg. Yeah, like that. We were all fucking drunk. And it was a little like, longer. I even messaged Adelberg on that. I was like. I said, I heard you on Kenny's show. I was like, I really liked it. And I was like, I like it that it was a little longer because we actually got to hear their their thoughts about some things versus it being yeah. like, ask a question, answer the question. Ask a question, answer the question. Eventually, you get off a topic and you start fit, finding yeah. like people's inner actual thoughts, you know. And that's, For I think, sure. people want to relate sure. to that. They want to hear your thoughts on not just riding. They want to hear your thoughts on like... Uh, fucking organic food or whatever and then they're like oh my god I eat organic food too fucking I can't believe Kenny Bell likes organic food I love this guy he's all burly but he likes organic food (laughs) (laughs) that's what it is (laughs) yo it's it's just gotta be something stupid say you smoked a cig and they're like fuck it's 2017 I still smoke cigs too man nobody else does fuck them I like this guy well, I'll be honest, I'm ready for this to get over with, so I can't go smoke a There you go. <laughs> All the tobacco smokers are like, fuck yeah. I've been smoking the whole time. <laughs> I'm smoking while I listen. Right <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled the windows up in my car. I've been just smoking cigs in here. <laughs> well, uh, when you guys wrap this shit up and uh, you put it up onto uh, whatever you put it onto, send me, uh, send me the link and... I'll toss it up on the social media here the next day or so and see if we can't get some views on that motherfucker. Awesome. Perfect. Good. All right, boys. having you, dude. Good talking, and we'll do it again. Sounds good, boys. Take it easy. Later, Later, man. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for – that was a super good one. I'm still here, Glenn. Me too. You can't ditch me that fast. Kenny is a professional talker. He was really good. Yeah, that was yeah. Him and and Parsons, they were both like good at talking. Getter talked good. Javier yeah, not so much. Getter was fun. I liked him because he was a farmer, UTA, and yeah. I got drinking like with him. It was like, man, that's good. He didn't talk like that, but that's yeah, how I pictured it. Because he's your same region. Yeah, we get you. We get each other. Yeah. We're not offensive um, like that. We're not offensive like you people. We're not full of ourselves like the other side. Say, I'm going to have Derek on, and he and I are just going to heckle you the whole time. You're going to cry afterwards. Who? Derek Berlue. Oh, God. We're just going to Jersey heckle you, the shit out of you. <laughs> as long as it doesn't go like fucking, <laughs> what's his name with the fucking two-stroke? Bro, I go all night. I'm the fucking toughest dude in the whole fucking world. Who's all that? right, I heard that. That's cool. I didn't. Where is that? I need to hear that. What, what's his name that we fucking, uh, he raced the national at two stroke. Oh, Robbie Marshall. Yeah, I didn't even talk the whole time. I was just like, I'm done with this. Why? Exhausting. What can I say about this guy he hasn't said about himself? I think I met Berlou one time. Oh, yeah. You don't he know. He probably doesn't know it. I met, you know Steve Densmore? Steve Densmore? Yeah, the yeah. photographer guy. Yeah. I was like younger, like a racer, and he's like, yeah, come to a show. And then I went to his house, and I was all starstruck, because fucking like, uh, I don't know. I think he was there, Berlou was there. I was like, who, who, I can't believe I'm with these guys. I panicked.
and saying hi to anybody. I didn't drink at that point either. That would have helped. What? When did you start drinking? I was probably 21, 22. That's what happened to you. Yeah, I had to catch up. It's, like, it it's like Catholic girls. They're just really good until all of a sudden they don't have supervision. And then they, they're they just like all the, all the beer. <laughs> Those are Coronas. Those are Coronas. They're light beers. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was uh, a good one. It was nice that we got to see Kenny at the last 18 minutes. Yo, and he totally... See, the problem is people are only going to listen to the first half an hour where he blames me. They're not going to know that it was his well, own fault. Listen, so it doesn't matter. That he figured it out. I started writing down some things we were talking about because that's what we can tag it in. Beerman, Hodge, Axel Hodges, Colby Raha, Jason Ellis, and Disney. I wrote that down for some reason. But we right down we probably don't want to tag Disney. <laughs> need X people watching. He's like, my check's not that big. We probably don't leave that out. <laughs> my job. That's crazy. Uh, All right. All right. Good show. Everybody... We forgot to do it earlier. Motion Pro, Sharper Homes, right? That's right. You got it right this time. Emoticons.com or .mobi. App Store, dude. They're not fucking 40. Emoticons App Store. There you go. App Store is probably better. All right. We're out of here. All right, man. Later, Clint. Later. I'll send you Snapchats all week. Please do. Yes.